Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. A very good morning to you and welcome to The Breakfast Show with Lin Li Fu and Ryan Huang. Ryan, for centuries, people from diverse cultures worldwide have been incorporating insects into their diets as a source of protein, believe it or not. Yeah, and sometimes uh, not deliberately because <laughs> sometimes you've got insects flying to your food, right? <laughs> but anyways, uh, in today's topic, we've got crickets and more insects in focus because they are attracting more attention as a potential solution to the challenge of sustainable food production. And this is due to all the familiar storylines we've been hearing, you know, growing global population, escalating environmental issues like deforestation and climate change. And that really lends urgency to finding new alternatives. So the demand for alternative protein sources that are eco-friendly is becoming increasingly urgent and insects have emerged as a promising option as they provide a low-impact and efficient food source. Yep, and no surprises that we are looking at it very seriously. The Singapore (laughs) Food Agency is set to approve 16 insects, such as crickets, silkworms and grasshoppers for human consumption. So I'm not sure how well your kids will take to this, but maybe if you start early, they'll get used to it. This makes insects an interesting prospect for the future of sustainable food production, doesn't it? So on Mind Your Business today, we will look at one particular insect, crickets. Let's welcome our guest, Christopher Liao, CEO of Future Protein Solutions. Hello there, Christopher. Hi, Halin. Hi, Ryan. Hey. Good, good to be here. Let's start first with Future Protein Solutions. Uh, your company was founded back in October 2021, and your aim back then was to reinvent the insect farm industry through your R&D efforts. So this is a very interesting space to be in. How did you fall into this? Um, so the history is actually our, our investor invested in a startup in Malaysia uh, that was farming crickets. And then, uh, unfortunately, due to the pandemic, uh, it didn't really work out. So we brought over the expertise to Singapore and we formed the team here with the hope of uh, providing clean, uh, functional ingredients to the market in the form of crickets. So why did you choose cricket and how is it different from other insects such as grasshoppers or silkworms? So actually, there's a space for all of that. Grasshoppers, they do taste good, but crickets are actually very, very universal. So regulatory-wise, it makes a lot of sense and it opens a lot more markets globally. For example, in the EU, they have a very specific list of insects that can be consumed under the Novel Foods regulatory framework and crickets are one of them. So do crickets require less water, less feed? Yeah, so actually crickets are really, really resource efficient. Exactly what you said, they require uh, so much less water than uh, beef, over like 0.01%. Greenhouse emissions as well are super low, over 0.1% compared to beef. Uh, land space is really, really minimal as well. So they're, they're almost like just super low maintenance, uh, like mini livestock to, to farm. Sustainable and affordable. Well, hmm. I'm just imagining the farm, right? Typically you get cows on a farm, you get a moose, and then <laughs> on a cricket farm, it's going to be... <laughs> that type of noise you hear in the fields, right? Uh, give us an idea. Of course, I've got it in front of me as well. Um, your protein powder made out of crickets. And if you can see, if you're catching the video, it's a bit of a truffle-infused chocolate ball type of uh, cricket ball. Uh, I've had a chance to try it earlier and it actually tastes quite interesting. It's a bit like a granola bar type of texture, uh, a bit like a protein bar almost, and a bit of like a moussey kind of feel. Yeah. I had a taste uh, earlier as well. It tastes pretty much like a truffle ball. Ah, you know? okay. Yeah but with some texture in it. Yeah, so Christopher, give us an idea you know, when you talk about all the 
insects we've tried before. <laughs> the taste profile of the cricket powder, how does it differ from what you pointed out just now? Grasshoppers, silkworms. What is it about crickets that you know, taste different? Okay, so in general, crickets uh, have a very nutty, very earthy taste. Mm-hmm. But also depending on how you process them, the taste can vary and what you feed them as well. So it can range ah. from the extreme end. It can be very, uh, a bit shrimpy mm-hmm. because they are actually, their body compounds is very similar to shrimp. Or if you roast it much lighter, it can taste very neutral, almost like right. cashew nuts. What do you feed crickets yeah. anyway? We feed them on a vegetarian or vegan diet. So all plant-based things like uh, soya bean pulp, which mm. is a, a byproduct from soya bean manufacturing. And vegetables, leafy vegetables. They love that stuff. Okay, so before I get on to my next question, just wondering, with the texture of that truffle ball, is it the cricket or is it some nuts okay. you've put in it? <laughs> good point, good point. So, okay, currently uh, that texture is a mix of both the nuts, almond nuts, as well as the crickets. However, uh, the current technology uh, in most places where it's produced, the, the fineness is still a challenge. So it still is a little bit sandy mm. when you swallow it. So that's what we are trying to work on. We are trying to work on a process that can be converting the crickets into a much, much, much finer texture that you don't even feel it. Talking and, about processes, uh, uh, Christopher, yeah. how and where do you harvest your crickets and what are the various processing methods? So currently, most of, of the farms uh, harvest them very manually. Mm. You have to like literally take the crickets off something called a hide. That's where they sort of hide in. And then you shake them off and then you sort of gather them and, and move them around. So it's, it's a lot of manual work. But we're actually working on this really interesting way of harvesting them using sort of like Jedi mind force where they will be naturally attracted to a location where they'll self-harvest. So it'll be very stress-free and they'll you'll naturally be euthanized in a, in a very uh, humane fashion in a very cold environment. Where are your so farms located uh, right now? We have an R&D center. It's a uh, quite ulu it's all the way in Kranji but then we'll be working with farming partners in the region in like Thailand and Vietnam to farm using our specifications and our know-how Mm, so are the processes all automated or how does it work? We are planning We are planning to make it uh, semi-automated, like we do have an auto feeder as well. But I think we, we are trying to make it as passive as possible. So the less automation, the better. But still being able to get the crickets to, to uh, do the harvesting by themselves, things mm. like that. So using much more... Uh, creative design practices. And we're working with uh, institutions like NUS to develop, co-develop this uh, technology. All right, we're in conversation with Christopher Liao. He is the CEO of Future Protein Solutions, which specializes in cricket protein powdered foods. Mm. I'm just wondering about the take-up and the reception these days. I guess we've grown more accepting of alternative proteins these days. So when it comes to crickets, what is the reception? And of course, you have to put it on shelves as well. How do shops and businesses react to you when you say, hey, can I put it on your shop shelf? You know, what's the reaction been like? So there's, there's very interesting two different camps. There are definitely those who are like what in the world is happening why, why are you forcing me to eat it <laughs> and then there's the other group who are like you know I think it's really good for me I'm, I'm willing to give it a go but I think overall the idea is that in the form is very important if you don't have the whole cricket form people are a lot more receptive to consuming crickets mm. and once they find out about its nutritional benefits the funny thing is once they try the first bite they continue eating it even though they might have a certain aversion before trying it so the success rate is very very high once people have tried it so that the key is how do we get them to try it so what strategies have you uh, thought of to raise awareness of insect-based food products? 
Yeah, I think uh, firstly, our farming methods are very, very safe. And we want to highlight that quality because people think, oh, you know, that potentially could be viruses or pathogens, but it's like rubbish in, rubbish out. So if you put in good stuff, you feed them really good, clean things and you manage the quality of the farming process, then there's very, very little risk of, of anything happening. Uh, and also, I think in the, the market we are planning to, to target is actually the people who are active, you know, people who go to gyms, who, mm. who cycle a lot. And this offers a very good alternative to say whey protein or pea protein, which has a lot of digest- digestion or, or bloating challenges with them. So overall, it's a superior product. So once the trick is what getting them to try it. And once they try it, I think it's a, hopefully a good conversion. Are yeah. they vegan friendly? So the crickets are not vegan because uh, the crickets are vegan from what they eat, but they're not vegan friendly because they're considered a mini livestock. Mm. So you can't uh, serve them at, at a vegan uh, restaurant. Yeah, I'm looking at nutrition facts on the back of the um, one of the packets, right? Protein count, 21 grams for about 140 calories. That's not bad for someone who's trying to get more protein if you're a gym goer. I'm just thinking about your potential applications for future products. What are you dreaming of when it comes to cricket food? So the, the lowest hanging fruit are these very convenient sweet products like protein shakes and protein bars. But actually, I think the, the larger picture is being able to be used as an ingredient to fortify your ready-to-eat meals. So we're working with Republic Poly to create a roti prata that has cricket in them. <laughs> yeah, so, so like your, your, your daily food, you know, and you don't even think about it, but it's also a really nice, provides a very nice texture. Things like pasta, we also created a pasta noodle with cricket powder in there. Okay, what are the key factors that need to be considered when producing cricket protein on a large scale? Yeah, I think traditional farms are generally farming crickets in a very a certain way. The way they've been doing this for 10, 20 years. But going down the future where we need to be very specific about different applications, like how you want it to be in a sweet protein powder would be farmed very differently from how you want it in a roti prata. You know, mm. So what you feed them and how mm. you uh, manage the crickets, every single step of the way needs to be customised and specific to that food product. So it has to come from the, the end user and the customer first and working backwards to tweak your farming methods towards that. And that's what we are trying to trying to do. Hey, you mentioned your farms are crunchy, right? Is that open for public viewing? Yeah, we do tours? have a tours. We do have tours. So uh, we post it on Inventbrite. We have one this Saturday actually. So it's a paid tour but people can come and see our, our What can they expect? Processes. It's going to look quite futuristic. People don't think it looks like a cricket farm. It looks like something out of a spaceship. <laughs> I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Is it going to be very noisy <laughs> with cricket? No, 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 not really. The Do you get a welcome drink sounds, made with cricket? Yeah, there are some uh, beverages or food if you want to taste. Oh. Yeah, we actually just simply take the cricket powder and put it in hot water and it tastes a bit like hojicha tea. Ah, yes, oh. Very, very nice actually. Yeah. Nutty. Okay. Very nutty. And uh, there will be a hands-on planting activity as well. So how does that work? How does that play into the whole cricket farming process? Uh, depending, depending on uh, different groups mm-hmm. who come, we can customise the package. But uh, for this weekend's tour, you just uh, get to understand, meet the crickets, understand how we uh, farm and process the crickets. And we talk a bit about the sustainability efforts. All right, I guess uh, let's wrap things up with the final question, Chris. What is for breakfast today? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've actually been uh, the, the guinea pig so I've been taking the cricket protein powder to see how my body reacts to it so that will be part of my breakfast today exciting times ahead Christopher there you go these are the environmentally friendly type of uh, food source we can look forward to thank you Christopher for your time we've been speaking with Christopher Liao CEO of Future Protein Solutions to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.